I call it luck. In my experience, there's no such thing as luck. Emily Lynn. Hi, Emily. Hi, Brittany. How are you? I'm okay. How are you doing? Doing great. You know why? Why? It's not just us here. It's not. We have a special guest. Hi. You. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you might have heard her from amazing podcasts such as uh, Will Communication recently, The Sith List, and Rogue One, a Star Wars podcast from Winners. It's Rebecca. Hi again. <laughs> How are you? Good. Good. I, uh, I never know whether or not to wait until I get fully introduced or if, like, I can just start saying hi. Like, I feel like it's, like, a surprise. Like, I'm like, oh, hey, here I am, popping out. I never know either, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm known for accidentally talking over people all the time, so. That's... Like, it's impossible not to on a podcast because you can't see other people. So, like, you can't tell when they're about to talk. I know. It's so hard. But. Yeah. And then I try to pause so that other people can have a chance to talk. And I don't think that that works either. Because then, like, nobody's saying anything. So then, all at once, everyone just tries to, like, fill in the, the silence. I don't know. I don't know how conversations work, apparently. <laughs> um, yeah, Brittany and I were just on the most recent Blue Harvest. So check that out if you haven't heard it. But there were definitely some times I'm like, oh, no, you go. No, you go. No, you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. I interrupt people. You go. My bad. But yeah, I do that all the time. I always have, like, even as a child, like, I never knew when to be quiet. I was always like, Insert porn screen here, or porn screen. I actually said porn. <laughs> no porn <laughs> screens, please. Please, no porn screens. It's a very screams. different thing. Please. Oh, man. So, how has everyone's week been going? Um, I had an okay week. I didn't really do much. I've spent the week because I've had a cold. I'm starting to feel better, but I did spend most of the weekend watching World Cup games and watching epi- the new episodes of Queer Eye on Netflix. How are, how are those, both soccer and Queer Eye? There have been some really good games. I mean, it's still, I mean, it's first round stuff. So nothing's been like do or die yet. But the um, Iceland tied Argentina, which is insane. Like that's basically like Iceland beating Argentina in terms of that wasn't supposed to happen. So that was a lot of fun to watch. Oh, wow. And Queer Eye is amazing and I love it and it makes me happy and think that there are good people in the world. That's good. And what about you, Rebecca? How's your week been? 
Good. Uh, normally during the week, I kind of just work and I have my kids. And then on the weekends, I try and like catch up on all my cleaning and podcasts and all this stuff that like I missed out. But uh, my kids went to their dad's for Father's Day. So I decided that I was going to like be a normal 27 year old and like go out. And I think I'm dying. <laughs> I went out Friday and Saturday. Friday, um, my cousin like proposed to all of her bridesmaids like she had like a big dinner oh wow and like asked us all to, and there was 11 of us so it was like oh my gosh congrats. We, yeah was, thank you <laughs> i said yes in case anyone was wondering oh, good. but like she's a, a preschool teacher and like she's exactly what you would imagine a preschool teacher would be like like she always wears bright colors and like woodland creatures help her get dressed in the morning like she's just so sweet so all of the things she did for this like bridal proposal thing, she like decorated wine glasses to make them look like like mermaid themed and like put little wine bottles and then she made us all shirts and we all had sashes that say bride tribe. <laughs> I was like, this oh, wow. is so so extra. <laughs> the most extra bridal party that I've ever experienced. So not naturally like we went to a BYOB place. So I brought the, so much B, and I just <laughs> I drank too much. So this is like two, a two day, two day hangover. I think I'm gonna survive, but if anybody hears me chewing, it's the peanut butter sandwich that I got to like try and revive myself. Oh, that's good, and it's just peanut butter, no like mayo, no lettuce, no pickles. What is is bacon a thing too, Emily? That people put on those sandwiches? Bacon. Yeah, that sounds good. But no, it's just I'm, I don't think that. My senses can handle anything but just <laughs> peanut butter and maybe is, some water. Is it creamy or is it crunchy? It's creamy. But there's because okay. my kids don't like the crunchy and they, oh. they are the bosses in my house. <laughs> so, yeah, I can't do crunchy peanut butter. Like, it's just, it's, it's too much for me. It's, I like it. It's just like, I don't know. I'm not very picky. Like, I always tell people that, like, I have the, like, taste palette of like a raccoon because i just eat anything <laughs> and like i'm not good at like differentiating like oh this is like really good whatever or this is not good or like i prefer this place like i like certain foods but like i wouldn't say that like i have a very like refined tastes like i don't know hmm. last night for dinner i made peanut noodles with oh. fried chicken that sounds and that so was, good. It was very good, but like I sort of had a recipe for the sauce, but then I kept playing with the proportions because I'm like, oh, this doesn't taste quite right, so I'd add some more stuff, and then it wouldn't still wouldn't taste quite right, so I'd add some more stuff. So I ended up with so much sauce, like leftover. Yeah, like more, much more than like was needed for the amount of noodles and chicken that I had. That sounds so good, though. Yeah, it's like peanut butter and um, tahini and soy sauce and sriracha and some rice vinegar and some other stuff. Oh, lots of garlic. I always put like 10 times the amount of garlic the recipes call for. That's good, just to be safe. Yeah. I, uh, I just ordered my first thing for Blue Apron because Emily sent me a little code thing to get like a discount on it and... That's going to be good because I have like, I cook, but I wouldn't say that like I am good at cooking. Like I cook to 
feed my children <laughs> and to like survive in this world. But like, <laughs> and like I can cook chicken and steak and fish. And usually our meals are like a protein and steam of steamed vegetable. And then like some sort of like potato or rice or something. Or I do like spaghetti with like a meat sauce. That's my go-to. So like I cook things, but like my kids aren't going to grow up and be like, oh yeah, mom was like the best cook. They're going to be like, we were fed. And that's okay. <laughs> yeah, like, good. Like I, I can cook. My problem is I hate like coming up with things. So that's why, like, I go with Blue Apron or like HelloFresh or the. I have a couple of the subscriptions that I sort of cycle through, mm-hmm. just because it's nice not to think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm living off of microwave food right now because I've been eating everything and I need to limit myself to just microwave food (laughs) so I did go out this morning for Father's Day and had some nice lox and bagels good shit oh yum that sounds good I don't like too much cream cheese though like I oh I like all of the cream cheese sometimes I feel like I'm being like (laughs) like drowned by cream cheese so I kind of have to like take off some cream cheese and then but the, the salmon was good the lox was good the bagel i like me a good bagel me too <sighs> well um guys there's there's no star wars news this week no <laughs> yeah, this is actually just a food podcast today we're just gonna talk about all the foods that we like to eat or I know. Eat. I was on the. Can- I always check the Canto Bite Twitter sometimes, and I saw in the description <laughs> the we talk a lot about food. A- we talk about food a lot. Oh yeah, I changed it recently. <laughs> we're slowly becoming a Star Wars food podcast. Well, look, we're in a dead time. There's no friggin' news. No. But um, okay, Rebecca, what did I do? Want to know what did you think of Solo? Um, I was, I, I enjoyed it just because I always enjoy Star Wars movies. Like, I feel like my taste in food and movies and like, like stuff are similar where like, I'll, I'll enjoy most movies. Um, especially if it's like in a fandom that I like, I'm, I'm a lot less critical of it. Um, but I don't know. It just had a couple of moments for me that were like, that took me out of it because they were very like cringy I guess like like I didn't like Rio and I feel like everybody did but I just I didn't like his character that much and it was I didn't like it to the point where I was ex- I was happy when he died <laughs> Rio dies good fucking riddance because he was terrible like I don't know I was I think when we were in our chat I was saying like he was like a knockoff rocket raccoon from Guardians of the Galaxy like I just felt like that's what they modeled his character after, but they didn't develop it enough for me to care about his jokes. Like, I, I don't know. And, like, I liked Val, and I wish that there was that she was in it more. And, like, even if you had her die, like, I wish they had... I don't know. I wish they had not like made her. her an actual character? Yeah. And, and like, I, underst- it, I understand that it was supposed to be, like, a popcorn kind of movie, like, lighthearted and, like it didn't have to have like a lot of heavy like character development, but I don't know. I just feel like that was a waste. Um, and then 
I think the only other thing that bothered me was that scene when they were on Dryden Voss's like space yacht thing, and it was the performance with like that blob <laughs> looking thing. I thought that that was hilarious, but like in a very like cringy way. Like, oh god, please, like I don't want this. I so. could have done without the fish in a jar. Yeah, um, I don't know, but other than that, like I thought it was a great movie, and I thought that all the characters were were interesting like i thought that everyone did a great job um like portraying like like solo and lando i think were done very well but except did anybody else notice that um lando like that donald glover had like a little bit of an accent in the beginning like it was like he was like putting on too much i don't know like it's his it his voice sounded a little different. Like he was like overdoing it for a little bit. And then like by the end, like it's, he like came into it a little mm. bit better. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's well, just, I noticed that with Alden, like every now and then Alden would kind of like his voice would like deepen. And I'm like, dude, stop. Just, just stop. But no, I didn't notice that, but I probably have to watch it again. But I have really, <laughs> I've seen it twice and I have no interest to see this movie again. <laughs> like even like i'm like would i buy this on dvd like i don't think i would like i think i'd just wait for netflix because honestly like i i kind of like i enjoyed the movie i just don't care (laughs) yeah yeah it's like i would watch it if it were on in front of me but i don't think i'd like go seek it out yeah i agree with that yeah I know, because, like, with Rogue One, because I have it up both on DVD and Netflix, like, sometimes I'm like, I'm going to watch Rogue One, but I don't think I'm going to be like that with this, or I'm going to even like that with The Last Jedi right now. Like, I haven't watched The Last Jedi in a while, but. Well, I feel like watching The Last Jedi is, like, an emotional yeah. commitment. I did the other day. Um, sometimes at work, instead of uh, working, I'll go on YouTube. Hell yeah. That's what I do. <laughs> And, like, our IT guy knows for a fact that I do this because, like, he gets all the reports from what we do on the internet. So sometimes he'll let me know, like, hey, um, stop streaming Netflix. Like, I'm not going to tell anybody, but, like, you can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, just do YouTube. It, like, the I guess, like, how it streams is different. So, like, they won't get any notifications with, like, the volume that's streaming from my computer. <laughs> so I was on YouTube and somehow ended up just watching um the ray kylo ren lightsaber with do you know what i'm talking about um yeah after he, yeah, after he kills snow uh-huh. um so i watched that and that was really good to watch just like that fight scene by itself and then somehow i ended up on the youtube page for those people that do like the professional lightsaber fights Ooh. like they do like training for it and that was like that was half my day <laughs> like they're so cool. They do, they like recreate certain fight scenes, and then they also do training where they they'll dress up like Jedi and like do their own fight scenes, like choreographed fights. Really cool. I can't remember the name of the site, but just Google like lightsaber battles on, and see what comes up. Was this was this like Saber Guild? Yeah. Like the group that Yeah, Sal it was like one of those. In? Um 
where they do i guess they you can take like lessons and stuff with them but they do they had a lot of like promotional videos yeah cuz i'm searching right now and i found some i found um ferocity lcxx winning lightsaber duel um fencing world championship um modern lightsaber battle like just a bunch of that's fun i know i do that yeah. stuff at work too where it's like instead of actually working i just go on youtube or i just do my homework like i'm surprised the it person or whoever is in control of the internet because we always have to take those like we have to take these like tests every now and then to make sure that we are safe from the internet and make sure that we're all gatekeepers here like it's really strange like what they make us do at the casino with the <laughs> internet things yeah, we just get an email every once in a while from the IT director reminding us that we're not supposed to use our computers for anything but work stuff. <laughs> so, who but works like, at work? Yeah. I bet you that while she was typing this email, she was on YouTube watching lightsaber battles. <laughs> and then she's like, oh shit, like, let me remind everybody not to do this. Yeah. But YouTube is like a black hole. Like, you just, I'll, st I'll go on, someone will send me a link for something. And I'll be like, oh, I'll watch it on my desktop. So I click it open, and then, like, four hours later, I'm watching, like, old episodes of my 600-pound life. And I started <laughs> watching, like, Vine compilations. I'm like, where did... What am I doing? Where am I? Like, uh, I have to pull back for a second. Rusty and I do that every now and again, watch, like, the Vine compilation videos. But usually, because it's, like, if I'm on YouTube, I'm, like, only watching, like, I watch those, like, beauty tutorial videos or those, like, beauty yeah. gurus, like, reviewing items. Like, Tati, mm -hmm. like, Jeffree Star, <laughs> even though he's fucking nuts. And then I go from that, and then I watch those test kitchen videos of, like, them, like, recreating, like, like Kit Kats or whatever. Or, like... Mm -hmm. Then I watch videos from the show Life PD where they pull people over for, like, meth and shit. That's great. <laughs> it's always meth. I, uh, I don't, I'm not great with makeup, like, but whenever I need to do something, I usually will get ideas from YouTube people. Like, I think that's how I learned how to do my makeup, and then any of this stuff that I use, I just saw it on a youtube video and i was like oh, okay this is makeup yeah. let me just buy this i know like I sorry i interrupted you i can say <laughs> nah because i'm the same way like i used to like not know how to use makeup like i look back at pictures of me from like 2013 on and i'm like god what the fuck was wrong with me like i need to learn how to use an eyebrow pencil because i have like no eyebrows but like i, I think like fine because i got my new job or because i've always been like with the with the people that I work for but when I like switched to dispatching I was like I have so much time on my hands I started watching like those beauty tutorial videos and then I found out how to use makeup and I kind of know now so yay I can do me I like I can make my face up so yeah. like I don't look like a troll but I would not say that like <laughs> like I don't know any like cool tricks or like you're not ever gonna see my makeup and be like wow like that's cutting edge you're gonna be like that's a face that's <laughs> You have a face. So, that's my goal. I like to go for the you have a face look. <laughs> yeah, I think that's that's sort of my level. Occasionally it'll be like, oh, I want to, like, do a really dramatic lipstick. But the thing is, it's it's just as easy to do a real dramatic lipstick as it is to do any other lipstick. So I don't feel, like, particularly 
like I'm doing anything, but it like the look is impactful, even though it's just me putting yeah, on you lipstick. and Colleen both seem to wear really <laughs> cool lipstick. I know. Like from any pictures that I've ever seen of you guys. Which sounds a little creepy. Like it's not <laughs> like I'm always looking at your pictures, but like I'm always looking at your pictures. <laughs> and you guys always have cool lipstick. Like I think both of you at one point have worn like black lipstick or like a dark like darker color lipstick and that's super cool. I don't yeah, I have some like really like really dark yeah. navy blue, Ooh. and it's like matte. How do you not like? I how, can you eat and drink stuff with it? I don't ever really wear lipstick because I feel like it always ends up like on my teeth or my food. It, it, it's sort of like you just gotta like find the brands that work for you and make sure you don't eat anything right away. Uh, I feel like matte. Lips like I use some matte li- liquids that seem to last longer than than most of the other stuff mm. that I've used. The the liquid lipstick once it dries, it, I mean it's slightly uncomfortable because it's basically like glue, but that also means it doesn't get all of your shit. Yeah, mm. I go mo- for mostly like the drugstore options because I'm too cheap and I only spend the big bucks on like foundation because I'm an oily mess and I need something that stays put for more than eight hours. But like I, sure. I do like Rimmel liquid lips. Um, I think um, L'Oreal has some really good ones. Um, Emily was saying I think Urban Decay has some really good ones too. But I know that's not drugstore price, but still good. And then Wet and Wild, they're like totally have rebranded. Like they like have like they have good like eyeshadows. They have good like lip products. They have good like foundation too. Even though it smells like paint, like it's really good. I like watching the YouTube people that do, like, drugstore knockoffs. You know what I mean? Like, they'll, like, take, like, they'll do, like, a whole face of makeup with just drugstore makeup. Mm-hmm. And I like that. Because, yeah, makeup is really expensive. I know. And, like, I'm really glad everyone's listening to our Star Wars uh, makeup podcast right now. <laughs> like, Oh, my God. Now, oh, my favorite is when I'm doing my makeup at my boyfriend's place. And I'm like, hey how much do you think this is? And he's like, $5. I'm like, 65 And he's like, what the fuck? Uh, it's so expensive. My, did you, do you notice for my voice track here that like, I don't have as many squigglies as you guys? That's the technical term for it. It's, you're, you're quieter, but when we, like when Brittany edits it, we can just kick up the sound on okay. your track and do you, it's too I mean, low. So yeah, we can hear you. Heard, we okay. can hear you fine. It's it. That's just okay. volume level. I just wanted to make sure that like it wasn't like not recording or something. I just don't know anything about any of this. But okay, yeah. if you're saying it's good, then it's good. Oh, I see. Because like they're like they're still there. My squigglies. They're just small. Yeah, they're just shorter because it's that's the, okay. the amount of volume. All right, my little squigglies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the, the technical yeah. term um, there's little, little squigglies and then there's uh, big squigglies yeah. so. when I grow up I want to be a big squiggly <laughs> uh, same <laughs> Rebecca who's your favorite Star Wars character hmm well I have Princess Leia tattooed on my thigh oh shit really so yeah um, and I guess Carrie Fisher Princess Leia was the first female character that I came across in Star Wars. Um, 
so she was always my favorite. I liked um, Padme's costumes. Like in episode one, mm-hmm. I was like obsessed with all of her costumes, and I thought that those were really pretty. But I was kind of disappointed in her character overall. Yeah. Like she wasn't she wasn't as badass as Princess Leia was. And like when I was younger, like I tried really hard. To, like, I liked a lot of nerd stuff, but I tried really hard to find, like, the strong female characters in it. And, like, luckily my parents were pretty good with, like, suggesting stuff. Um, like, that's how I started to read X-Men comics or, like, any of the sci-fi stuff that I like. Because I think my parents would notice, like, oh, this has, like, a cool female character in it. Like, read this or watch this or... So, it, I think it's definitely Princess Leia. That's great. Yeah, thanks. Why? What's yours? What are both of your favorite How'd characters? You... Oh, oh, fuck. That's a good one. Um, uh, I, I'm a big Obi-Wan Kenobi person. Like, I always have been, and I always will be. Like, I just think he's, like, so wise. And, like, I totally get, like, why he didn't tell Luke from the beginning that Luke's father, like, wasn't Darth Vader. Because he was just kind of, like, hinting at it. Like, I feel like Luke finding that out like throughout the movies was like the best thing for Luke because I feel like if Luke found out like early on then he would have like gotten himself killed or something <clears throat> sorry I can't speak now I can but no nah, even in the prequels like I loved Obi-Wan like I don't know and then I love Padme too like mostly for the costuming and just like she was so <sighs> she's so great and then like episode three i was really let, really let down by her character like i wish they would have done something else rather than just have her pregnant and like take out the scenes where she's like literally making the republic or making the rebellion but yeah i don't know what about you emily um i think now it's probably ray i mean when i was growing up it would have been han or Leia, but she's now great. ray's my girl Like, she, I don't know, like, I fell in love with her basically from the first trailer. Like, who is this badass repelling down this destroyed Star Destroyer? Like, I'm just, like, instant, instantly in love with her. Yeah, she's badass. Yep. I love her little Ray. (laughs) Why am I, I sound like a smoker. I think my voice is a little bit deeper today, too, just because I spent, like, the second half of my night last night being, like, a woo girl. You know, like, one of those people where, like, songs go on and they're like, oh, my God, and they have to go, like, dance to them and, like, <laughs> woo. So I feel a little, a little hoarse today. A little hoarse, a little embarrassed. I, but. Your voice is perfect, Rebecca. You have nothing to be embarrassed about. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. Ah. <laughs> uh. Well, yeah, no, no Star Wars news. Um, Emily, <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. Um, <sighs> oh yeah, Rebecca, you um, suggested that we do a, a little thing where we in- include three non-Star Wars facts about each other. What was that? Was that? Yeah. Well, I. I'm starting to realize, like, I know all of these people, like, through Star Wars Twitter and, like, our DM group and just from listening to podcasts and, like, the majority of what I know about them is Star Wars related, but 
then I'll get like little glimpses into people's lives to see like like they obviously have lives outside of Star Wars and I'm always curious about like like what other stuff people like like the people that we know that are like rabid Star Wars fans like what I don't know like where do they go to work <laughs> or like you know what I mean like what's like what stuff do they like outside of Star Wars like movies and book wise and stuff I just want to know about you guys that's all hell yeah well Emily what is what are some things to know about you Um, okay, I feel like I'm at some like just like tell us workshop that you go to like your at first yeah, week just in tell college us all your or something. And dreams. Um, what do you want to be with you? What do you want to be when you grow up? <laughs> <laughs> I'm already grown up. I mean, in age, if not in maturity levels. But uh, let's see. I work at a law firm. I've worked there for like. I don't know, eight years now. I'm sort of the paralegal that's been there the longest. So I get away with a lot of shit. And people are scared of me, which is nice. Yeah. We have some, like, interns and stuff who are afraid to come tell me when I have a phone call. I don't know quite what they think I'm going to do, but apparently they think I'm scary. But you're so sweet. (laughs) I know, but it means they leave That's me true. alone. So I'm all for it. Yeah, it's sort of thing, like the, this, the law firm that I work at is mostly Korean, um, both in terms of like our clientele and our staff. And some of our some of our interns are like are from Korea and are just over for like the year. So it's always cool. it's always interesting culturally but um let's see what else i'm really into i read a lot and i'm really into horror and sci-fi and fantasy um a lot of stephen king a lot of clive barker Um, have you ever read um one of the first clive barker books that i ever read that's to this day, one of my favorite books was um, The Thief of Always. Have you ever read it? Oh, oh God. it's so it, And good. I recommend it to anybody that likes any sort of, like, horror or sci-fi or, like, a combination of the both, of the two. And to... Yeah, and it's it's sort of a, at least young adult book, but yeah, it's really it's fucking scary. For Brit, it's the premise is basically this little boy is just kind of bored with his life because it's just like going to school and just being a little kid and he wanted some like adventure and he gets invited to this house where every day it's like the four seasons throughout the day like the morning will be winter and Mm. then there's spring in the early afternoon like it's the four seasons and they celebrate all the holidays every day so like it sounds great like it and it's like this perfect place where there's other kids and there's always like really good food and like but then you start to realize that like there's something dark about this house and like it, it's sort of like this story where it's like a, a fairy tale or, or like a an adventure for this kid who's realizing like that there's something really seedy behind this like really fun place that like everybody would want to go live. But And there's more to it, but you should just read it instead. Or like, I guess, go look up the spark notes if you don't feel like it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
No, that's a that's a great one. I fucking I love Clive Barker because he manages to write just deeply disturbing yeah. shit. And there's there's a there's a beauty to the way he writes mm-hmm. violence, which is it's like really descriptive and really like visceral, but it has this almost artistic bent to it. And he wrote, um, like, his big uh, short story collection is The Books of Blood, and it contains some of the most disturbing shit I've ever yeah, read. Yeah, well, and Stephen King is, is the same way. Like, I mean, they're they're obviously different. They have different writing styles, but, like, I think that's why I enjoy reading both of them. Like, Stephen King, no one can write the, the like, dark side of the human condition better than Stephen King. And I feel like some of the scariest moments in some of his books are just, like, the realization that people are terrible, <laughs> like, and like, and that there's just like a darker s- side to everybody. And, uh, but that's cool. I didn't know that you liked sci-fi and horror. So do I. Me. See, we're learning stuff about each other and people that are listening are going to learn stuff. <laughs> we'll all be, be, yeah, we'll all be better for it. What's your third thing? I'm thinking because, I mean, I like to cook and bake a lot, but I think everybody already knows that because I talk about that one a lot. Oh, I'm I'm hmm. obsessed with Bob Dylan. Really? He's like, he's like my one, like, music guy who I'm, like, totally all in on and, like, read a lot of books about. And, like, I have, like, my, my, the tattoo that I have is his, um, he has this sort of, it almost looks like the Eye of Horus. It's sort of like a stylized version of that. And it's, it's he's used it a lot as his tour emblem. Like, he has it on a big flag that he plays in front of, and he, it's on a lot of his merch. But I have that tattooed right below my neck. And I've, like, seen him live a bunch of times, several times with my dad. It's sort of the music oh, nice. that we bond over. Cool. I I know, like, the popular Bob Dylan songs, but... I wouldn't say, like, I like pretty much all different kinds of music, so, like, I'm sure he's thrown in there with, like, some of the playlists I listen to, but Brittany, what? I mean, he's, yeah, he's done about every kind of music, so. Oh, sorry, what were we going to say, Rebecca? Oh, I was just going to say, what are your facts, facts about, about yourself? Me. Um, <clears throat> sorry, I have something in my throat. Um, well, everyone already knows that I work in the casino. I've been working there since I was 16. Um, and everyone asks, how is that legal? And the long answer to that is, is that the casino where I work at, um, there's across the street is like an outlet center. And like, that's where I was for most of the time. So I worked multiple jobs there. I worked at like an arcade. I worked at an ice skating rink, a mini golf course, um, there's like an outdoor fountain where kids play and it's, it's awful because if they fall, then you have to call an ambulance and that's pretty fucking scary. Um, yeah. what else did I do over there? Um, I, I worked at a bowling alley. I was a bartender. Um, all six of those jobs are awful, <laughs> but you know, I know I, I learned some stuff. I would go in the back of the bowling alley and I knew how to like fix the lanes and stuff. I always found that was really cool parkour you know that is cool that's like a really cool job to have that and like movie theaters yeah and then um 
What else? So then now I'm a dispatcher. And that's... It's a good job for a college student to have. And I talk about it all the time. I'm in college. I'm a criminal justice major. I've been in college for too fucking long. <laughs> and I'll be done in December. I am in, I am in the process of getting my degree. I am in round two of the... So it's like you have to pay to like get get your diploma so like i'm in the process where it's like all right we've contacted your academic advisor and we have to see if you're qualified i already know i am because i only have like six more classes and i'm taking them all next semester so and i don't know what i'm doing yet with it (laughs) i don't think i ever will because i'm never growing up no kidding but um i used to sing a lot. I would sing in church. I would perform for things. And yeah, that was fun. I stopped doing it. Yeah, I I stopped. I just stopped. I'm not good. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Like, it just, it's like, it's something that would get me nowhere. I mean, it was like a fun hobby, but like, it just, I would get nervous. And then like people are mean and they tell you that you're not good at something that you enjoy. So I'm just like, whatever, it's not worth it anymore. Um, I used to, you know, go to events and do it. My brother would play guitar and I would sing. So that was fun. Good times. There's like a video on YouTube, like way down in the YouTube realms of me singing at my uh, grandpa's retirement home. I should find that and link that on oh one God, day. Yeah, please. <laughs> not, someone uh, will find it and it'll it'll come out. It's best if you I'm release it on no your own. no one's found it yet. Like it must be because it's I I know exactly how to find it, but I just I haven't yet because I don't I don't know if I want to find those things. But no, I mean, yeah, it's fun. And then um, let's see. Yeah, I think that's three things. But I want to try to find something else that like no one knows about me or just um. I don't read or anything like I'm very like I'm very boring like I'm I've been so busy with like school and everything for the past like couple of years I just I don't have a I, I don't really have like a life anymore like you know I used to play tennis professional well, not professionally but you know I played in high school I played in college I've been playing since I was like nine so I'm like okay then I have a tennis racket in my car and I'm ready to use it so I was going to say, I think we've gone at least 30 minutes without you talking about the tennis yeah. racket in your trunk. I know. So <laughs> I was wondering when you were going to, I thought that was just yeah. going to be your third thing. Like something you guys yeah. might not know about me. Tennis racket in the back of my car. I haven't used it in a <laughs> while, but I'm ready. Like I, I'm, I'm ready. I'm here. Um, but yeah, no, I think that's, um, I go to like amusement parks a lot. Um, I used to go to the zoo like every fucking week. Like I love animals. Like, Aww. I just, I love, you know, even, like, going, seeing the same animals. Like, I used to, like, name them. Like, um, I named a crocodile <laughs> at the zoo after a character in Orange is the New Black. Like, I'm like, oh, that's Porn Stash over there. So, I haven't visited Porn Stash in a while. But, yeah. Yeah, I know. And then <laughs> I'm surrounded by Porgs right now. Everyone knows that I have a massive Porg collection. Not Porn, Porg with a G. Huge, huge porn, porn collection. collection. All types of porn. I have, no, I'm kidding. That's gross. But yeah. But uh, it's more weird that you collect it because it's 2018 and like you could just go on the internet. 
That that weirds me out yeah, more than anything. I don't know. Just you know, I I'm. It's very avant-garde. I don't know. <laughs> They're VHSs. <laughs> vintage, vintage porn. Yeah, some of them are cassettes, and some of them are records of just porn noises. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Porn porn sounds. <laughs> porn. Uh, well, what about you, Rebecca? Oh, great. Well, you actually stole my last one. I was going to just say that I have a huge porn collection. <laughs> Damn um, it. Well, I'm glad that we share that little, common. Little known fact. Um, no, I uh, I guess I really feel like anytime I'm talking to people online, it's usually about Star Wars or the Eagles. Because Ooh, the I'm Eagles. A- <laughs> yeah, not the band. <laughs> uh, I mean, the, the, the band is fine, but uh, the Philadelphia Eagles, because they... I don't know if you know this, but they actually won the Super Bowl. Oh, really? Congrats! Yeah, I may have been. Oh wow! Did they? I may. Didn't, I may have mentioned it once or twice in the group before. chat. Um, but I feel like, other than that, um, like Emily, I really like horror movies and and sci-fi, um, or like horror and sci-fi in general. Um, and I do. I kind of fell off for a little bit with keeping up with comics. Um, but I used to read a ton of them when I was little and now like I'm finally, like, I think I got back to them, into them when I'd heard about Saga and it's a comic, it's not like superhero comics kind of, it's like a different, um, and then I started rereading old X-Men comics and then it led me to like the newer stuff and now there's like all these horror comics that are really cool, um, I think a lot of people have read the Walking Dead ones. Um, there's this other one. I think it's called Rachel Rising that I just started. That's a, a horror comic series. Um, and then I listen to like horror podcasts. They're not necessarily like radio talk style. They're like actual um, f- fictional stories. Like almost like a, a horror anthology, but with voice acting so um there's one called no sleep and they go on the no sleep reddit and they have voice actors that do like readings of these stories that people write and submit and some of them aren't great but like there's some really really good ones and it's basically like they're not it's not like professional writers it's just people that like to write horror stories and they put them online and this podcast picks it up um and then there's this other one I've started listening to recently called Let's Not Meet. And it's from the Let's Not Meet Reddit. And it's just like scary true stories that people post of like weird encounters that they've had with people. Um, hmm. So yeah, I like spoops. And what else? I used to sing a lot too. Oh shit! I did like, yeah, I did like the musicals in high school and I sang in the church choir and like did a whole bunch of stuff for school with like uh piano um I was like I think I reached my peak in high school when I became the first chair for the trombone um (laughs) oh hell yeah and first chair uh is basically like you sit in the front so like in a band like there if if there's multiple people that play something they'll like like first chair's like the the head, so like I was like the head trombonist, and like I walked to school every day, and I would have to carry it to and from school so that I could practice at home. Like 
it was just very classic nerd walking to school with her brass instrument for like a good four years there it was cool though because my like best friend in high school she also played the trombone so we would walk together carrying our trombones (laughs) yeah it was it was cute i feel like it built a lot of character walking to school with a trombone and having people make fun of you for it um and then i have like i said earlier i have princess leia and now i have dana scully tattooed on my legs i like um i like the x-files probably just as much as i love star wars Mm. um and growing up like i just thought that dana scully was like the most badass person because she was just like really smart and she was a doctor who decided to go to the fbi and like just i just remember like every episode finding little things that like she would say and just thinking like wow like she's so badass and now i like look back on things that i liked as a child and like i'm finding that like i always gravitated towards those strong characters and it's helped me to like i don't know they're like role models almost like they're fictional but like i don't know like you you find people to sort of model yourself after in all sorts of places so there's that so if you guys you'll see my legs when you guys meet me and they're oh there's just two yeah two legs on it hell yeah well you're coming to like california soon aren't you yeah in august and I'll, I, my legs will be there, too. You'll, oh, nice. you'll see them. It's going to be the so. first thing I, I'm going to be like, hello, Rebecca's legs. No, kidding. I'm so awkward. <laughs> like, I met uh, Jesse in person, uh, Haas's fiance, Haas from Blue Harvest. And um, we were, like, at this, uh, it was, like, frankincense, this, like, uh, I can't really describe it. I can't describe things right now. But, like, I, like, kind of, like, went in for, like, the handshake and the hug. Like, I don't know how to meet people. Like, I have the worst first impressions. The handshake. (laughs) The handshake and the hug. And then like she went for the hug and she was like, I'm just gonna hug. I'm like, I like hugging too. Then I'm like, why did I go for the handshake then? Like I just I don't know how to meet people. Yeah, I'll I give hugs. Good. Uh, Over hugs over handshakes. Every day. Good. We'll have to take you to some good good California dining places. I know. Yeah, like in and out. In and out. That's fine. In and out. I would just Yeah, I'll just just do that in and out every day i'm excited is it gonna i think it's gonna be super super hot though um, right because yeah it should be fine um i don't know <laughs> what, are, what are you gonna do there are you gonna go to, are you gonna hit up disney or are you gonna i don't know i like this is like very very new plans so i'm still trying to figure it out and also i'm terrible with planning stuff so i tend to just do what everybody else is doing so the like when there's like if i'm taking a solo trip like i don't I don't know. I'm excited, though. I'll figure it oh, out. Yeah. I'm excited for you to come down. I'm excited to meet you. So is Rusty. When I told Rusty, he's like, what? Rebecca? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so excited to hang out with you guys. Oh, my God. I know. It's going to be so fun. And then we'll have to drag em- Emily. You'll. I'll have to come up there and see you guys. Or I want to. Like, maybe, like, after I graduate, I might. Because, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm doing a lot after I graduate. I'm going to Disney World in January. And then Celebration in April. And then I want to do something in between. So maybe I'll go to New York and see you guys. Yes, please. Yeah. I'll plan that. Oh, my God. Maybe that'd be awesome. Rusty and Carlos. I don't know. 
It of course. Depends. Or maybe I'll just go alone. <laughs> I need a me vacation. <laughs> Get it, girl. Hell yeah. But, um, well, yeah, Rebecca, have had anything else to add? Any other facts? How many tattoos do you both have? I have. I just have five. the one. Ooh. Yeah. I like. I'll probably never get any where you can see them. Like if I'm wearing work clothes, mm-hmm. um, just because like m- my mom would die. <laughs> she doesn't like tattoos. She doesn't like tattoos or too many piercings or like any of that kind of stuff. So she she knows that I have them, but I like to sort of be respectful and like. I, I don't think I would ever get anything on like my neck or my face or anything like that. Um, but I'd like to get more on my legs. So mm-hmm. that's fun. I don't know if I'd ever get tattoos. Like I I admire tattoos, but I just I can't see like oh I want that on my body. Like I don't know. Like I'm weird. And plus like my dad he's a retired cop, so like he sees like tattoos and piercings and all that. He's like Brittany, no, I'll I'll kill you. And I'm like okay, okay. But, <laughs> but yeah, no one like no one in my family has like tattoos or piercings or like anything. Like I don't even have my ears pierced. Really? Yeah. I mean, I did as a kid, but like uh, I was like allergic because it's like you know how like some of those kids like you need this kind of material in your ears or else your ears will get infected all the time. Or maybe it was just my mom being like, "Oh no, you're allergic," and then, <laughs> but <laughs> no, like I, I literally like no one in my family like has any of that stuff. It's really interesting, but uh, California. But yeah, I'm I'm enjoying hearing all these fun facts about Emily and Rebecca, the girls. <sighs> well. Email, yeah, well, yeah. we do have a fuck, Mary kill. Do we want to email? Oh, shit. Okay. Okay. So, okay. Uh, this I is guess from we Dom. Could do that. Canto, Canto bitch number one, but today we're here is we have head canto bitch. Of course bitch. it is. Hey. Yeah. So, he titles this perplexing fuck, Mary kill. Oh. I apologize in advance, oh, but already. fuck, Mary kill. Jimmy Mack, Jason Swank, Donald Trump. Okay. I'm totally joking. Don't answer that. Sincerely, Canto Bitch number one. <laughs> okay, yeah, we're not answering that. <laughs> I, can't, I couldn't. I cannot. I can't um, bring myself I think to. the answer is suicide, so... I don't even know what those two guys look like. Like, I think once I was, like, watching, like, a Star Wars video, and I saw, like, one of them, and I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> but, yeah, unfortunately, I know what Donald Trump looks like, but... If, if, if it were up to me, I would I would not know any of those people <laughs> or who any of those people are. But um, I'm going to save Rusty's for last. Um, uh, we have one from Willis. Uh, ahoy hoy. Solo established a few things. Number one, L3 is part of the Falcon. Number two, people can have sex with machines. Number three. Reviewers want a sex scene in Star Wars. Oh, fuck. As such, do you think there's any chance we will see Billy D. Williams having sex with the Millennium Falcon in Episode 9? <laughs> I'm not sure how that would manifest, possibly with just Lando climbing in and out of the escape hatch on the roof. You could even go more obscene and just fix the camera on C-3PO watching to keep 
PG rating. May the force be with you, Willis. Oh. You know, it worries me that this is the type of email our podcast gets. <laughs> this is this is the podcast that we've created. Wow. You know, it's 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 not just the podcast. Like I think it's like us too cuz I was recording with now this is podcasting for during the solo review and like Randy like stopped mid conversation. He's like, "Brittany, did this movie just get you horny?" <laughs> and <laughs> Oh my god. I don't know, but Rebecca, uh, what do you think the chances are seeing Billy D. Williams having sex with the Falcon episode 9? I mean, I'm sure that somewhere in my vest porn collection, I have something like that. Um, mm-hmm. If it's not like a... It, they, it may be an actor pretending to be Billy D. Williams, but I, I mean, I, I think the people... I don't know, I don't want sex in Star Wars. And like... I mean, it's, like, if you feel attracted to a spaceship, then, like, that's fine and good on you. What Make it work. Uh, but I don't want... I don't want him to do that on screen. Maybe they can, like, allude to it. Like, I don't know. Like, he goes up into the Millennium Falcon and then, like, you... Like, this shot is, like, the outside of the Millennium Falcon and it just, like, starts to shake a little bit, like, on, <laughs> on its hydraulics. Like... And then, like, he comes out and he's all sweaty. And, like, he could have just been in there wrestling, but, like, we know exactly what he was doing. So, maybe if it was something tasteful like that. Some tasteful sex. Just, yeah, tasteful sex with a spaceship. Do you ever watch those, like, shows on, like, TLC where, like, the people are in love with, like, their cars or their, uh... I was just gonna bring this up. (laughs) Yeah. There's, like, the woman who, like, married the Eiffel Tower. Yeah, I saw one about somebody who's in love with the Berlin Wall. Yep. That's the crazy. Eiffel Tower lady, though, like, she she had, like, a rough, like, it was really rough. Like, she, her parents <laughs> found her in a room with her bongos, and, like, that's how they found out that she was attracted to, to things. And then, like, she was, like, in love with this. I know too much about this lady. But she was, like, in love with this bridge, and then they tore it down. Oh, my God. So she's been through a lot of trauma. How traumatic. But, you know, yeah, I think she's because it's like she's married to the Eiffel Tower, but this is an open relation. This is an open marriage because I think she's like with like another bridge too or something. But I don't know, man. Dang! Wow. But, yeah. Good for her. She's finding her finding her happiness. Yeah, I know. Um, this is nothing to do with this, but this reminds me. So. Um, <laughs> I don't think any of my coworkers listen to this, so this is good. But if, if I have this suspicion in the, like, the next couple of days, I might take this out. But I, I work with this woman, and she's, she's nice, very nice. Um, and we're, like, we're, like, talking, when, we're talking about, like, something, because uh, we talk about, like, voodoo or something. And I was like, oh, yeah, there's this place in New Orleans. They have, like, voodoo places. And she's like... You know, Brittany, when I was your age, I was dabbling in witchcraft. What? Yeah. And I was, I was like, oh my God. I was like, like, I've never met people that are like open about like that kind of stuff. And I was asking her, I was like, so like, 
how, like, how did you get into witchcraft? Like, why'd you stop? And she's like, well, I'm a Pisces. <laughs> I just, I, I oh. stopped paying attention after that. Because when people try to do, like, their, their reasoning for something being their astrological sign, then I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I, I never really followed astrology, but I have a friend who she, like, refers to it all the time. And, like, she knows so much about the different signs and, like, what type of personality goes with it that, like, it, you almost start to believe it. She's just one of those people that, like, like I don't know, like, she she likes all that type of stuff and she's so enthusiastic about it, but, like, in a not aggressive way that, like, you want it to be real. Like, I was with her last night and somebody said something and she was like, look at this Taurus over here. Like, oh, my God. And then, like, she would say, like, talk about water signs and, like, all different things. And, like, by the end of the night, like, I'm like, yeah, like, that's me. Typical Aries. Like, and, like, she'll tell you things about yourself. And sometimes they're not even right. But, like, I just want them to be. Because she's so, like, like, I can respect anybody that's, like, that enthusiastic about something as silly as, like, astrology. Yeah. I know. It's, like, I'm a Gemini. So, like, everyone says, like, a lot of crazy things about Geminis, like how they're two-faced and stuff, and I'm just like, okay, or like, never trust a Gemini, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> Fine. I don't know, the fact that you would, like, I don't know, the idea of having a whole personality type based on being born at a particular yeah. time of the year. But like, especially, especially since that no longer actually um, is right in terms of where the constellations are now and stuff well let's let's not tell her that like none of it matches up anymore but like on the other hand Britt I wish that like like I think one of the reasons why I like sci-fi and horror and stuff is because I want some of the stuff like I'm open to the idea of things Mm -hmm. being real like I would be totally fine if ghosts were a thing or if like you could do magic like you could actually perform witchcraft so like that kind of stuff is always interesting to me like people that try it because i just think like that's cool like what if what if she like casts a spell one time <laughs> like i'd be open I, to that I, I need to ask her like her more about her witchcraft thing like i i'll i'll come back with updates but i don't know because she kind of was like oh it was a bad time in my life and i'm like <laughs> 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 oh man that Maybe she just was, like, making voodoo dolls of people. Yeah, well, because I asked her about that, and she's like, oh, well, I don't believe in that. Like, I'm a very, like, it's not in my culture to do that, or I don't know. She she went on some tangent. I mean, if she's if she was Wiccan, then there's it's very much this, this idea of... Um, do mm-hmm. no harm. Okay. And because everything that you put out comes back to you threefold three times bad or three times good so if you if you do magic or other things too but you know specifically like magic for bad purposes it's all going to come back on you even worse and she's native american too so like oh there's probably a lot of i mean that could be any number of stuff yeah yeah that i don't know about but like i was i i was wiccan for a couple of years oh really like late high school, early college, yeah, before I became atheist. My God, you're really a hex girl. <laughs> so wait, what is Wiccan? It is okay. 
It is a. (laughs) It was um, the 1950s by a guy named. I might get this wrong. I think it was Scott Gardner. And it is. There's a lot of, um, like people would that people would probably call witchcraft, but it is. God and goddess worship. A lot, a lot of Wiccans who I knew focused primarily on the goddess, but they're 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 really as like the male and the female dynamic. And yeah, it was one of those sort of like new agey type things. It is. It's a subset of paganism. So it's one of those things like not all pagans are Wiccan, but Wiccans are pagan. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that's really cool. And you were Wiccan for how many years? I don't know, like three or four. Maybe longer. Hmm. Interesting. And then you said you became an atheist after that? Hmm. Yeah. I'm finding out new things about you guys. I love this. See? This is what happens when there's no Star Wars news. We just have to learn about each other. It was great. Mm-hmm. Are there um, any other emails? Let's see. Yeah, there's one from our listener, Jim. Um, and it's about crazy foods. Uh, we've, we're also a food podcast, too. We're, all, uh, we're a food Star Wars makeup, makeup Wiccan podcast. podcast. Beautiful. So he says, is sauerkraut on pizza actually a crazy food combination? I feel like I'm the only one I know who eats it, but also don't know that many people. I mean, Canadian bacon, sauerkraut, and pineapple is my favorite pizza in the world, but is the sauerkraut that makes it weird, or is it the pineapple? Jim, you know the answer to that. Um, also, my daughter has agreed to try the mayo and peanut butter sandwich as soon as I buy peanut butter. She's much braver than I am. Yes. <laughs> Thanks. Oh my god! Thanks for the t-shirts! I got mine in the mail today! Can't wait to wear it! Your listener, Jim. Oh my god! God. Thank you, Jim. Um, If you also want a Canto Bite t-shirt, we have our logo. And I gave gave the wrong address last time. It's it's, uh, tpublic slash user slash eflind. That's uh, E-F-L-I-N-D. But you can also find it. It's linked in our Twitter bio. It's linked in my bio, too. So if you follow me on Twitter... Because you know how those like YouTubers do like link and bio for stuff. <laughs> I'll stop. <laughs> um, sauerkraut on pizza. Yeah, it is a crazy food combination. And it's not the pineapple. Dude, at Disneyland the other day, I had this good pizza. It was like a pineapple pizza. It was like it, it was a it was a Hawaiian pizza, but it was like bar- it had a barbecue sauce, cheese. And then. What else was on it? I think it was Canadian bacon, and I have to, I have to look at this pizza again. It was beautiful. Uh, yeah, it was uh, Canadian bacon and pineapple. And let me tell you, this is probably one of the best pizzas I've ever had. It was really. It sounds delicious. Yeah. I would turn down sauerkraut and pizza just because I don't I don't like sauerkraut. I don't either. But I don't know. I mean, I put hummus on pizza sometimes. That's really good, and that's definitely fucking weird. Mm-hmm. That sounds I, good. I'd never done it on like good pizza, but if, when I'm just having like frozen pizza, I don't know. I think maybe like especially when it's the really crispy crust ones, it's super good. Yeah. 
yesterday during breakfast, I had a waffle and I had chocolate pudding. I dipped the waffle in chocolate pudding. And it wasn't bad. That's acceptable. I mean, waffles you can do anything with. I've definitely had, like, dessert waffles before. Or, like, a waffle ice cream sundae. Oh, you know those places that do, like, the, the, the ice cream sandwiches, but you do, like, the, the waffles? So it's like a waffle ice cream sandwich. It's fucking good. Oh, God. You know what's yes. really good is a Pop-Tart oh. ice cream sandwich. I'm not the biggest Pop Tart person. A Pop Tart ice cream sandwich. I know. Yeah, what? you take it. Yeah, you put some ice cream between the Pop Tarts, and then you freeze it until it gets hard. <sighs> my God, it is goddamn delicious. You changed my life. <laughs> also, somebody recently—I forget who it was on Twitter. I think it might have been Steve who mentioned it. Hear about having friends who put butter on Pop Tarts? Ew. So then I tried that. Like, I mean, obviously, like, toasted Pop-Tarts, so it gets all melty and delicious. Oh, my God. It was so good. I had it with my strawberry milkshake Pop-Tart, which is my favorite Pop-Tart. I've never even heard of the strawberry milkshake Oh, they're really good. I don't know, like... I need to get back to the pop I don't know why they're so much better than the regular Pop-Tart, like, strawberry Pop-Tarts, but they are. No, I never had them when I was a kid. Hmm. Like, my parents just didn't, we didn't have a lot of sugary stuff, you know? Like, c- cereals in my fa- at my house were always, like, Cheerios and Rice Krispies. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I try and give my kids stuff that's not too sugary in the morning, just because, like, I don't know. I don't want them to be hyper for school. And I feel like it'll, it's just, like, better for them. But I, I went on a little stint there where, like, I would get Pop-Tarts all the time. But then I realized that I was the one that was eating them more. Like, late at night, if I would be hungry, I'd be like, oh, like, I'll just eat two packs of Pop-Tarts. Like, easy. So I stopped buying them. But I would definitely be into trying an ice cream sandwich with Pop-Tarts. And I might do that later. Because, like, I've only had a peanut butter sandwich today. And I think that I need something, like, really unhealthy to fill my stomach to make me feel better. Yeah, that's how science works. That Yeah, because science. So... I'll probably just get Pop-Tarts and ice cream and maybe order pizza. Ooh. <laughs> what kind of pizza? Actually, I'm definitely, I'm definitely going to order pizza. I just said it out loud and it became so real to me. Like, I'm <laughs> going <laughs> to order pizza. And I like pineapple oh, on my pizza, man. too. Boo. Boo to both of you. But usually I get buffalo chicken pizza. That's, like, my favorite. Buffalo chicken pizza. I've only had that when I worked in the bowling alley. Buffalo chicken anything. Forever. For life. I love it. That's a fact about me. I love buffalo chicken stuff. Mm. This chicken's just good. <laughs> Wait, fried chicken and ketchup, how do you feel about it? I've never heard of people doing that. I mean, I'm sure it's fine. Ew. <laughs> okay. That's my hot take. <laughs> That's my hot take. It's fine. Do whatever you want with your food. I heard that for the first time, and I was, like, immediately disgusted. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? People do this? And then I saw they were talking about it on Rogue One this week, and I'm like, it's getting around. I did it. <laughs> I, could, I could see doing it if, like, it's, like, crappy fried chicken. Like, the kind that, like, you can get at, like, the supermarket in, like, the hot bar. Or, like, KFC, but, like, if it's good fried chicken, like, you shouldn't have to put anything on it. Exactly. Or, like, hot, you can use hot sauce, but I don't know. Now I might have to have fried chicken for dinner. That's good. I'm still, going, I'm still going with the pizza. Anytime anybody mentions fried chicken, I want fried chicken. Like, fried chicken is my, like, thing. Like, that's the one thing that I will, like, I can't not eat if it's in front of me. What am I going to have for dinner tonight? 
I don't know. I'm gonna hang out with Carlos tonight, so I'll decide. He's going. <laughs> I haven't seen him in like weeks because I've been like working nonstop. So. No. I know. Where? Do, how far away do you guys live from each other? Uh, two hours. Okay. Yeah. It's fun, long distance, but no, I mean it's fine. I mean I listen to podcasts like when I'm driving up to him, so I think I have his podcast to listen to, and then I have um. Will communication, so that should be nice. So I'll be there for a hey, couple I mean, days. But yeah, you'll listen to me. I'll be in your ear holes. Oh, I can't wait. Rebecca in my ear holes. I can't imagine a better day. Thanks. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> no, sorry. I was just laughing because Carlos is always just like, "I love you," and I'm like, "Thank you." <laughs> but anyways, um. You say thank you. <laughs> I accept your love. Thanks. <laughs> Sometimes when I'm on the phone with him, he says it, and I'm just like, without thinking, I'm just like, thank you. And he gives me so much shit. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, sorry, I love you too. <laughs> but Oh, I love your love. It's great. 10 out of 10 would recommend to my friends. He good. He's a good His, man. Your love? Yeah. He sounds like a good man. He's a, he's a good man. He, he treats this woman well. But, oh boy! <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, anyways, uh, it's hot in here now. Um, Emily, do you want to read the next email? The one from mm-hmm. Turbo. Okay, this is <clears throat> hashtag force out hate, and this is from our good buddy Matt. But you might know him better as Turbo because that's what we call him. So, hello there, Canto Biters. Oh. It's been an eventful week, but not in terms of new Star Wars news. Yeah. Mm -hmm. On a positive note, I bought my five-day pass to Celebration in Chicago just hours before they sold out. I'm looking forward to meeting you both and other like-minded, respectful, and positive Star Wars fans. I do want to point out that Turbo lives in Australia, so it's super exciting that he's coming over. our Australian friends that are coming, I'm so excited to meet them. Like, um, did... Who else? Um... Uh, Catherine. Did Catherine get her tickets? Yeah, Catherine's coming for sure. Uh, Josh Nelson is coming for sure. Josh Nelson's from Australia? Mm. No, not, not not Josh Nelson. Other Josh. Um, I feel so creepy because I... Sorry, I'm eating a peanut butter sandwich. No, don't be sorry. <laughs> I feel so creepy because, like, you guys are talking about all these people, and I know for a fact that I've probably never directly communicated with them. But you know who but they are. But I know are. exactly who they are, yeah. Oh, I'm like, oh, shit, like, they're coming great. Cool. I'm, like, so, like, sometimes it's, it's, like, people are always, like, sorry if I'm, like, creepy on social media. And I'm like, nah, it's fine. Like, I'd be honored if someone, like, went through, like, my, my Twitter feed because, I don't know. Yeah, I stay creeping. Yeah, I'm-, I'm super creepy. <laughs> and, like, I try and be honest with it like honest about it now because like i don't know what's the point of like i don't know like i'll run into people and they i know for a fact that they know about things happening in my life because they'll like like my pictures or like say stuff like comment on things so i just kind of talk to them like with an understanding that they're already caught up yeah like you don't have to ask me about like my kids because like you just saw the picture that i posted of them yesterday and you said that they were cute so like and it's like it it works both ways. Like I've run into people from high school where I've been like, "Oh my god, like you have kids now. Like this is crazy." And like it's just assumed that like we're all creeping on each other in various ways. 
Yeah, like for instance, right now I'm on Emily's Twitter and that ice cream looked really good that you had on June 8th. Exactly. Okay. Uh, Josh Chapman is the Josh that I meant. Oh. Emily, why do I hear you less now? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Let me. Oh no, you're so far away. Come back to us. Baby, come back. How's oh, that? Boy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so. I meant Wait. I hear. My mic, my mic is being really annoying. Oh. Okay. Okay. Ooh, bread. Let's see if it stays there. Okay. Anyway, Josh Chapman is who I meant from Australia. He's from Melbourne. But, um, anyway, back to this email. Now that I've closed out the email. Um, okay. The hashtag force out hate movement has struck a chord with me. I often hear my two boys, 10 and 5 years old, using the word hate very innocently in conversation about something they dislike. Hate is such a strong word, and it has its time and place. But lately I've been calling them out on this, trying to help them describe and work through their feelings. I'm no saint by any means, and it's okay to have strong feelings about things, but teaching my boys about respect for women and promoting diversity and inclusion is the least I can do as a father. In fact, it's probably my only real job that matters in this world. Star Wars delivers these morals and life lessons on a fucking platter, and I don't see why some dudes seem to miss the point completely. Yeah, dude, I mean, that's that's what you can mm-hmm. do. I mean, that's a, that's a big thing. If you have kids, teach them not to be shitty. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. And, you know, I'm, I'm actually, I'm guilty of that, too. Like, use, to, like, throwing around the word hate. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I actually, with my kids, I had to stop saying it as much. Like... To, not to them. Obviously, I don't hate them. I love them. <laughs> my babies. But um, just like I, I would kind of like dramatically say like, don't. Oh my god, I hate that. Or like, I hate this. Or I hate when something like that sound or that food or that whatever. And then yeah, like I heard, I overheard one of my kids say it like in the same tone that I would use, and it really brought me out of it. Like oh shit, like kids absorb so much of what you do and even like the tone that you take with things and like sometimes I forget that but yeah I've tried to stop I'll say like I really don't like that or like even when I correct them for things like I'll never tell them that they're bad like I'll say like you're not bad you just make bad choices sometimes (laughs) like I just like I don't know I feel like so like so much of how your kids are is dependent on how you treat them and because that's how they turn around and then treat others and, like, it's just something you always have to be mindful of. Being a parent's terrifying. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm terrified that one day I might be a parent and might have little <laughs> ginger children running around. Oh, my God. They'd be so cute. Little redheads. God, redheads are fucking wild. Let me tell you. I love redheads. I, the like, my biggest regret in my life was that I was not naturally born with red hair. <laughs> like, I don't... I just... I'm so sad about it. Yeah, but dude, do you have the re- you have kind of like the red hair right now though, right? Uh, well, I was red, but now I'm trying to go back to like my natural hair color, which is like a blondish. Mm. So it's like somewhere in between. Honestly, like I don't even know at this point. I get I have like blonde highlights in it, but it's still got red under it. Yeah, because you so, you do look really good with red. Oh my gosh! <laughs> well, no, you seriously do because some people they try to do the red and it doesn't look good, like. I think it's because I'm so pale 
that like it's believable that I could have red hair because I don't have any pigment in my skin. Yeah, I'm I'm overly pale too, and like it's not okay because I live in California where there's sun, and I'm still like so. I'm afraid of of the California sun. Like, I'm afraid of what's gonna happen to my skin. Eh, you'll be okay. I mean, uh, it, there's SPF 100. That's my friend. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I wear hats so, sometimes, especially if I'm in the sun for long periods of time. Uh, we'll only go out at night, <laughs> but only during <laughs> only during the day to get in and out for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. <laughs> Mexican sure, food absolutely. too. Some California food, but um, speaking of speaking of food. Back to Turbo's Perfect. email. Oh, yeah. Perfect segue. On a lighter note, I know, right? I'm very <laughs> proud of it. On a lighter note, if you're looking for crazy food combinations, then look no further than Vegemite and avocado on sourdough toast, maybe with a squeeze of lemon and some dried chili flakes. Best hangover cure ever, provided you also wash this down with a Bloody Mary. <laughs> I'm also dead serious when I say I'd buy a Vegemite Pop-Tart. Why the hell don't these exist? Well, Australia apparently has like two flavors of Pop-Tart, so that might have something <laughs> to do with it. In Lando news, after my fourth viewing of Solo, I'm still convinced that Lando doesn't own the Falcon. I'm sure he owned it once because of the cape closet, but he probably lost it and gave us a balk and was hoping some scoundrels like Solo and Beckett would come along and help him steal it back. Why doesn't he seem to care about the non-existent ship that he won off Han in the first game of Zabak? That's it for me. Take care, Lando and Brito, and thanks for the most Aww. excellent podcast. Cheers, I love Turbo. Turbo. <clears throat> He's a good guy. <laughs> I was gonna say something about him, but I don't like. I think I, I'm pretty sure I follow him on Twitter, but like, that's all I know about him. No, and now I, I've heard an email from him. I'll go. I'm gonna go on his Twitter, Turbo. If you're out there, I'm gonna stalk you on on social media for yeah, a here, second. I'm gonna do it right now too. I was only laughing because I was waiting for it because I didn't know if I was gonna say something or if Emily was gonna say something. Or you're gonna say something, so I was just like, okay. Uh, okay, so Turbo, 1975. Okay, so I assume that he was born in 1975. And then um, last tweet, he, he retweeted something, and then he said, Hey, Rebel Force Radio, I'm dying to know if Lucasfilm has responded to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I love the memes of that. Mm. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, we follow each oh, other, good. so it's, we're mutual friends. Oh, and he retweeted a picture of a potato that looked like uh, Admiral Akbar. That's good. <laughs> um, what else? Um, retweeted something that Eric Strother said. Dude, Eric Struthers is so great. Have, like, you, you guys will one day feel the hair of Eric Struthers, and it's so soft. I can't wait to meet him. Like- I, I don't know if I'll feel his hair, but like... <laughs> he's so freaking nice too like Rusty and I were like talking to him about the Star Wars bar and we're just like he's just a good dude just a bunch of people but um very cool yes. sorry I was slightly tracked with Facebook notifications <laughs> but um anyways um ship Lando stuff what do you what do you feel about it I kind of like that idea. Yeah, me too. That he also, like, he had just lost to somebody else. Um, I don't know. I yeah. think it's fun. It's fun. Um, okay. Um, a last email. 
of the night is from um, Rustin Brown. He tied Rustin. Rustin. Um, good boy, Rustin Brown. Um, and then he titles this in all caps, big, que- or big question. Uh, Hi, Canto Bite Dispatch. How are you? And Rebecca, eat your grapes. Have a good day. <laughs> is that, <laughs> is that <Yeah>. it? <laughs> I like that you saved that for last. Like it was going to be something thing. <laughs> it is a big deal because he's reminding you to eat your grapes. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> well, great. Uh, thank you, Rustin, for um, that email. It was very insightful. <laughs> I'm definitely going to give that some thought. Uh, maybe I'll get some grapes. We're not allowed to have grapes in our house because our family's afraid that our dog might eat them. <laughs> so, just, so instead of just, like, I don't know, being careful and keeping your grapes off the ground, you just, just don't buy them. <laughs> It's not worth the risk, I guess. Cooper's not very a smart boy. I mean, no, so. like, he's, like, number one good boy. Yeah. So, like, God forbid anything ever yeah, happened. I know. I would never forgive any of you if you let a grape fall on the ground and eat it. Well, he's been through a lot. Like, he tore both of his ACLs in the past five years. Oh so, it's like, he, he's not that fast. Well, I mean, like, he can be. Like, if you open the door, he'll go flying. Like, we've, we've had to, like, drive to, like, catch up to him a couple times. And, like, he's like, oh, wait, my legs. My legs. But, oh. yeah, he's, he's a good boy. He just turned nine the other, um, like, early, early January. Or, not January, June. It's not January. It's June. What's your favorite season, Rebecca? <laughs> um... I like the fall. It's probably my favorite. Because uh, over here, it uh, it's finally not super, super hot like our summers have been mm. recently. Um, but I really don't like the snow. I don't really like the cold. I don't know why I live <laughs> here. But, like, I hate the cold and the snow. Um, but usually in the fall, the weather's a lot nicer. And I love Halloween. And that happens in the fall. And I don't know. It's just exciting because, like... The, like, you can go outside and not be sweating or freezing. I feel like fashion is really good oh, in the yeah. fall. Because, like, you wear cool jackets. And pumpkins. I love carving <laughs> pumpkins. <laughs> like, all the stuff associated with Halloween and Thanksgiving. Because I like baking pies and stuff for Thanksgiving. So, like, I don't know. Fall kind of just reminds me of all of that stuff. That's beautiful. Emily, what about you? <laughs> beautiful. Fall. I like fall. I like I like it when it's like just cool enough that I need yeah. like a jacket. I know what's even happening here in California too. Like I wore like a cardigan to work yesterday and I was still cold. But you guys have humidity over there. I feel bad for you. Yeah, it's bad. And it's going to get it like usually by July and August it's like Ugh. Ugh, it's disgusting out. Uh, I know. Uh, a couple of years back, I went to the East Coast during a summer vacation. I went to New York City, then I went to Boston. And it was just so humid. On the plus side, not everything in our part of the country is on fire. Or volcanoes. That's true. That's also true. We don't have fires or volcanoes very often. 
Only occasionally volcanoes. <laughs> just like, yeah, like Northeast Philly sometimes will have like this like random volcanic eruptions, yeah. Yeah. but it's, it's for, for the best. The best. <laughs> it's just nature <laughs> taking its course. Survival of the fittest and all that. You gotta outdo the volcanoes or out, out fight the volcanoes. Who would win in a fight? Emily mm-hmm. and Rebecca versus the volcano or the volcano? The volcano. Yeah. I'm gonna go with the volcano. I don't know how to fight a volcano. I wouldn't. I, do you remember that movie about Joe versus the volcano? No. Well, yeah, that <laughs> or the movie volcano. The movie volcano. Where like you would think that like the lava was moving so slowly that like I didn't feel any sense of urgency with this volcano, but somehow they no, they managed to make there, it like. <clears throat> there's no sense of urgency, and also people get like basically the heat seems to only be in the lava itself and not radiate out at it at all. Yeah. So people will just be like right next to the like lava and be totally fine. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like somehow they get tired or something and then like lava just like covers them. That's it. Yeah. I'll tell you what was, is terrifying to me. And I don't know where, like if either of you have ever lived in a place that had tornadoes, but oh, yeah. the movie Twister scared the crap out of me because like twisters they're scary and they just like pick you up and throw you places this is like a real issue and like i always i saw that movie and then i didn't think it was real because i was little when i saw it i like i didn't know that tornadoes existed and my mom like told me how like there's parts of the united states where they have them and like you actually have to like go into like a storm shelter and stuff and i would have nightmares about it so scary my number number one biggest fear twisters yeah i spent a lot of time in basements as a kid because i grew up in indiana oh shit yeah so the tornado sirens would go off and then you'd go down to the basement and then if you're me have you ever if you're me as a little six-year-old you'd be terrified because all the rest of the family including like the dog and the cat would be in the basement but your dad would be out in the backyard quote unquote (laughs) watching the storm fighting off the tornado oh Oh my god (laughs) Fighting the twisters. So, your dad has beaten a twister before. Well, I mean, insofar as I guess we, I mean, we never had one come at our house. So technically, yes. Yes, you could say yes. Maybe if he hadn't been there, the tornado would have gotten us. Dude, this might run in the family. Like Emily, like you could also fight twisters. No, because I'm gonna be in the basement. (laughs) Did you ever see one? No. Or were you okay? We like our our like you'd. <clears throat> It'd be a lot of tornado warnings, and then I think like once or twice when I was growing up, there'd be like an actual like one that touched down. But our town had, oh, I forget what it was. Maybe it was like back in the twenties or thirties. What they called the Palm Sunday tornadoes, which were these like twin tornadoes that ripped through town and just I mean destroyed. Like, whole neighborhoods. Oh, my God. Jeez. See? Like, they're really scary and destructive. Yeah. Well, the other thing is they're they're super unpredictable in terms of, like, how they're going to move. And they'll do weird things. Like, one house will be destroyed, and then it'll hop over a house and destroy the house right next to it. But the house in the middle will be standing. Oh. That's scary. Oh. Yeah, I've only ever had to deal with the fires 
And then my sister lives in Orlando, so she deals with those hurricanes. But man, those fires, like we've, um, we've had like a couple where we've, we've only had to evacuate once like due to fires. But still, that shit's scary because you get back home and you have to, like, throw, like, everything away because, like, this fire is, like, so near your house. Like, we had to throw everything away in our fridge. Um, the fire got so close to our house where we had to uh, – it burned because we have neighbors that live behind us. Uh, they it burned down their house and it, like, got to our fence. Like, our house was, like, really oh close. God. Yeah. Oh, my God. But I think, like, it was, like, a week we were gone for like a week and this was like in like 2003 and that was like a shitty year because rusty um there was like this uh Patton oscars outbreak of e coli in like 2003 and um and it was at the elementary school or the kindergarten school where rusty was at so rusty got like cross contaminated with e coli and he was like only in kindergarten so he was in the hospital for like a week so oh my God. yeah a little rusty oh be rusty so that was a scary, and it all happened in the same month too, because it happened in October, and then then like later that month, it was like, oh, there's a fire, we have to evacuate. It was rough, but I that's know. scary. Jesus, God. no, but we don't have anything going on like that over here. I'm trying to think. I mean, like we've had hurricanes that were pretty bad, but like nothing, mm-hmm. nothing major. Yeah fires man yeah. like we we go like we dr- you drive on like the freeway and you just see a fire like it's like a, almost an everyday thing or it's like i drive home from work and i see smoke i'm like oh that's a fire you know like it's so common that like i'm only surprised if it's like almost near my house or if it's like i can see the smoke like near my house i'm like oh shit a fire or my sister calls and she's like oh we have to go to alabama because uh there's a hurricane that's gonna be near disney and i'm like cool <laughs> i mean not cool but Glad you're safe. Does your sister live close to Disney? Yeah, she works for Disney. She works at um, one of the golf courses there. She did, uh, you can do like a college internship with Disney. Um, I've tried to apply like twice, but like you, you have to like want to fuck Disney, want to fuck Mickey Mouse to like get into these internships. Like, because it's like you feel like an online thing. And then, like, you get, you have to go to, like, a phone interview. And, like, they ask, oh, what does Disney mean to you and stuff? And, like, you know, me, normally, I'm like, yeah, I like it. It's great, you know. Yeah, fun. But people, like, just do those internships because it's, like, they work you, like, 90 hours a week. But, it's, like, you get free admission to the park. So <laughs> that's why people do it is because. And they they have one here and they have one in Shanghai and they have one um, in Orlando. My sisters did it in Orlando for, like, a couple of years. And now she just works for them permanently because she has a boyfriend down there and or up there beside there i don't know i don't know the up or down but <laughs> beside, beside there. there but yeah i don't know she likes it she likes living in orlando i like being able to go up there and visit her because i love disney world and everyone needs to go there before they die because it's a fun experience yeah i've never i've been to disney world a bunch of times my stepdad works oh, for energizer And, yeah, and they, like, provided all the batteries for the park or whatever. So every year he would have to go there for a meeting and he would bring the whole family. And, uh, I know. And it was so fun because, like, my brothers were little at the time. So it was, Mm -hmm. like, perfect age for them. And, uh, and also when my mom and my stepdad got married, before they went 
on their honeymoon, they took me on like a family honeymoon to Disney. <laughs> yeah. It was really fun. And I was an only child at the time. So like it was just all about me Dude, going to Disney sick. World. I just I love Disney World. Like even now, like I I go on trips. I go like at least like once a year to like go visit my sister, just me. Like I love going on like I love going on vacations by myself. Like, I don't know why, just, like, being able to just, like, go to the airport by yourself, get everything done, you know, have a beer or something, and then just go on the plane and then land, and then it's, like, get to the hotel, wait till my sister gets off of work, and we just, like, go to the parks and just have margaritas all day, <laughs> and, you know, like, I don't know. It's just, it's so fun. And then... No, I like doing the same thing, and, like, especially because with my kids, like, they're always here with me, mm-hmm. so, like, I don't ever, I don't have times from to like go do stuff by myself necessarily so like when i get to go on a trip where like it's just me worrying about like airport security and flight and all that stuff like it's super relaxing yeah god have you ever flown with your kids before oh yeah it's terrible (laughs) (laughs) i love them so much but it's so bad like they're um because also like i i when i did it they were both young and, like, they were still, like, the age where they should be, like, transported in car seats. Mm. So, like, you can put one child on your lap, but, like, obviously you can't fit two for a flight. So I had to get an extra seat for the car seat. And uh, just getting through security with the stroller. And then, like, I remember I had, like, powdered baby formula and they had to test it for, like, bomb residue. Oh and then I couldn't God. use it anymore. Like, oh that's God. crazy. And they were like, oh, maybe you can find some, like, in the store when you get through security. And I was thinking, like, what airport store sells formula for babies? Like, what? And then they, like, luckily, they both fell asleep on the plane. But it was just, like, the whole thing just felt like such an ordeal that now, like, when I go someplace and it's just me, it's great. Like, I don't have to worry about anything. And I, I don't even have to, like... The the amount of packing you have to do. Little kids have so much stuff. They're just... It's a lot. It's a lot. But I want to take them to Disney World eventually when they're a little bit older. Oh, yeah. Dude, they're going to love it. Not sure about Epcot, but, like, yeah, they'll love it. Like, Epcot's a very, like, adult place because, like, you have the World Showcase and you can just, like, go to the different countries, eat different food, drink the different drinks. But, I mean, like... Because, like, in Epcot, it's, like, they have, like, a Frozen ride now. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, they were placed, like, in uh, the Norway um, pavilion area. They used to have this, like, log ride, but they turned it into, like, a Frozen Ever After log ride. Oh, neat. Yeah. Then they have, like, uh, and, like, the future area. They have, like, a Fine Nemo ride, and then they have, like, a giant aquarium. I've actually never been to Epcot. Anytime, anytime we really, um, yeah, anytime we went, we were always younger, and like you said, like it's not really great for kids. Mm-hmm. Like there's not really much to do, so we always just spend all our time doing other stuff. So I'd like to go there. Like I've heard, I've seen a bunch of people go and like drink around the world. Like they have a drink at all the different places. Oh, Is that I a thing? Do, yeah, I want to do that. Like, I haven't had the balls to do that, like, yet. Like, I want to do it with my sister, but my sister's like, yeah, that's expensive. So, like, I, I think when I go in um, January, I'll finally have the balls to do it. I'll let yeah. you guys know how it is. I'll be probably very well, drunk. Yeah. <laughs> Take pics. Pics or it didn't happen. Exactly. I will. 
don't you worry. But yeah, check out Epcot sometime. I feel like every podcast is just, it's always ends with me talking about Disney World and how everyone needs to go. <laughs> I just associate you with Porgs and Disneyland. So yeah, I don't, great. I don't know why. Because I, I feel like when I first, when you first started talking to everybody in our group or however, whoever started in it first, I don't remember. But I just... Like, I felt like you were always at Disneyland. So I just thought, like, I don't know, maybe she, like, lives there or something. Like I wish. Good for her. Good That's, on you. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I'm there, like, when I'm not at school or something. Because I, I have a year pass. I try to go every uh, now and then. I usually, like, I get off of work at 8 a.m. And then Rusty and I just go. Oh. Yeah, we, we take our Disney. Rusty takes it, like, so serious. Like, he's the most serious little boy ever. Like, he, like, he does, like, the fast pass thing. Like, we're, like, we're in the Haunted Mansion. He's like, hey, I got a fast pass for Radiator Springs at 430. Let's do it. And we're, like, we're already on a ride right now. <laughs> oh. But, oh, yeah. Hi, Emily. Hi. <laughs> do you have anything to say about Epcot or Disneyland? No. 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 <laughs> no. Uh, well, that made me sad that um, Celebration's not in Anaheim because I would have made Emily go on Autotopia. Well, I wouldn't have been able to afford to do Celebration in Disney, and I wouldn't have been able to take that much time off. I could have planned anyway. things around. I, I, I could have made it happen. Yeah. No. I'm excited. For so, no, I mean, <laughs> I just, like, I wouldn't have done Disney and Celebration. It's too much. Oh, yeah, I guess it would be, like, that's a lot. I know. I, I've i done, like, a convention before, but I've never done something, like, that's, like, five days long. Like, that's just a lot of days. And plus, like, we're going to be going, oh, I don't know. Like, how many panels do you think you guys are actually going to be able to go to? I don't know. I mean, Jesus, I don't know. It just, it's, it's like, we don't even know what they're doing yet. So. Well, you know that they're doing something for episode nine, so obviously we're going to go to that. And then they might do something for either... John Favreau, Game of Thrones dudes. Um, Game of Thrones dudes. <laughs> Game of Thrones dudes. Oh, um, today's the Game of Thrones dudes panel. If you want to come check it out. <laughs> That's what they're going to call it. The Game of Thrones dudes panel. Check it out. Or John, I already said John Favreau. Um, who else is doing a Star Wars? Um, oh, they're, they're just going to have the, the white dudes of Star Wars panel the, that we could probably all check out. I think, that, oh, dear, that's every Star Wars And then they're going to have one whole day just dedicated to Dave Filoni. And then people are going to wear shirts that say, Dave Filoni for Star Wars president or whatever. They are, I love those people that are like, oh, Dave Filoni should take over as president of Lucasfilm. And it's like, that's not how it works, kids. But okay. People are crazy. I know. What's your opinion of everything going on in the Star Wars verse right now with crazy assholes everywhere? I think, I think that, like... It's just a sign of the times that we're living in right now. Yeah. It, and, like, I don't really like to get too political with stuff, and I tend to keep most of my opinions to myself. Yeah, same. Um, but it just, I don't know. It just seems like there's certain themes that are just pervasive in, in all realms now, in politics and pop culture and even Star Wars. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, yeah, it sucks. But I think that, it's it's a vocal minority and that I think that there's starting to be I think that there's still enough people out there that are, are good and like have good intentions for stuff like Star Wars where like I hope that, that those people start to overpower all of the like shitty people. I don't know. I'm optimistic. 
it's good. It's good to be optimistic, especially in. <sighs> I try, but then like some days I'm like, the world is a garbage heap, and like we're all just like, it's just terrible, because <laughs> that's just how it seems sometimes, especially on the internet. Like social media is really bad sometimes. It could be great. Yeah. God. But. I know, like, especially now, like, you know, like, I, I check social media, you know, because it's like I check, like, celebrity websites and everything. And then, like, they're hyping up this, like, big fight in August, like, with the Logan Paul brothers versus, like, KSI or something. And they're like, this is going to be the biggest fight ever. And I'm like, w- why? Like, th- that just shows, like, what what the world is coming to now where these, like, YouTubers or these, like, these people are just like taking over the internet and they're literally just like the worst human beings ever. And it's just, it's. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like it's the internet is like, it can be a great thing and social media can be a great platform for stuff, but there's so much shit on there. It is like, like I'm so thankful I met like you guys through like star Wars and like Twitter, (laughs) but like at the same time, it's like, God, it's the world we live in now. It's just, it's fucking nuts. Like you just think like what's going to happen like five or 10 years from now, you know, like how is, you know, how is everything going to change? You know? Cause it's like, you go back to like five, 10 years back. And that was when like Facebook was starting to get like big and people were starting to get Mm -hmm. like iPhones and everything. And now we have like everything. Like we have like, you can like talk on the phone on your watch and like, you can like, uh, what else can you do that's like you can like well on the bright side by then we might all be dead. <laughs> five or ten years from now something there might yeah, be man. some sort of nuclear fallout or chemical warfare where we're just all dead so. why was i in school for six years what the fuck <laughs> i could have been girl that's on you like you need to be out there living your life going to disneyland <laughs> no that's uh, i mean that's what i'm doing i'm done i mean i'm just gonna I know my mom's like, so have you started looking for jobs yet? I'm like, I'm gonna, I need a break. <laughs> I need a fucking break. She's like, what? Yeah. I'm like, I've been doing this thing for too long. Been running the streets since I was ten. No kidding. What's the Han Solo quote? The, the I've been running scams on the streets since I was ten. Was that even in the movie? <laughs> it's you. I don't know. Uh, uh, I've seen. I saw the movie once, so I really don't mm. remember. Do you guys ever have a problem or like have you ever encountered an issue with explaining to people where you met all of these Star Wars friends? Like cuz like I know so, like especially you guys in Cali like you can all hang out sometimes, but like on the East Coast a lot of us like we've only we only get to meet up when it's like an official like thing that we have to organize cuz some of us still li- like I live still like 2 hours outside of like away from New York City. So like I can't just randomly, like, go hang out. Like, do you ever, like, so I feel like I've explained it before. Like, I've told my parents when I was going to New York to meet up with everybody. I was like, oh, yeah, like, I'm going to meet, like, my Star Wars friends. And then they'd be like, what? What? Like, your Star Wars? Oh, yeah, well, like, I met them all on Twitter. (laughs) So then, like, it turns into, like, them talking to me about, like, stranger danger. And, like, (laughs) like, maybe you shouldn't meet people that you, like, met on the internet. Like, it just, I've had, and even, like, my friends here. I was out last night and I was talking about celebration and they were like, so these are all just like people that, you know, on Twitter. Like, what do you mean? Like, you're just like, you're friends with them because of like, how can you just be friends with them because of Star Wars? And I was like, I don't, it's hard to explain. Yeah. You know, it it really is, especially because like I met Carlos like through all this. So like when people, especially like family members ask like, oh, how'd you meet your boyfriend? Like I have to. 
be like, oh, like mutual friends or like um, my aunt is really like she because my my mom's always like Brittany does a podcast. Brittany, but all of her friends online do the podcast. So my aunt's always like, oh, how are your rankings on the podcast? And I'm like, that's not how it works. Your rankings. <laughs> it's so funny. But no, it's hard. Like uh, most of the time, like with like because it's like I've had like the same three friends like for like most of my life. So it's like when I tell them about all this, about all the Star Wars stuff, they're just like, okay that's fun don't die and i'm like okay but yeah my parents they think it's uh they think it's funny but no, they think it's cool that we all meet because of these things but then my my sister calls me and she's like who's that person in rusty's profile picture and i'm like that's justin she's like who's justin <laughs> but uh what about you emily yeah i mean i think my parents are sort of used to it by now but yeah people do Sort of yeah. raise an eyebrow. <sighs> but, I don't know. It's, it's great, though. But, well, well, yeah, I think uh, I think that was episode 46 of the Canto by Dispatch. Chalk full oh, Star Wars. Wars. So much Star Wars talk. Well, thank you so much, Rebecca, for joining us this week. Like, this has been such a fun, yes, fun thank episode. You. Thank you for having me. Like, anytime you guys just want to get on Zencaster and not record stuff, I'll just... <laughs> Make some peanut butter sandwiches and I'm good to go. We should I know. totally do that. I'm so down. Because <laughs> it's fun. And also, I really like talking into a microphone. <laughs> Don't you love like... it? You feel special. You feel like I'm I'm talking into a microphone. Like, I'm. Yeah, like, I'm so technical. Like, I'm checking my levels and, like, trying to enunciate. Enunciate. Lit over here. Words. That's great. Exactly. So, Rebecca, where can people find you? Um, they can find me in my house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, in a, I'm in a little blanket fort uh, next to my computer. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm on Twitter. Uh, my handle's my name, Rebecca O'Hanlon. Um, if you can't spell it, it's okay. Just, like, go on Emily and Brittany's Twitter, and then I'll be the one named Rebecca. Uh so find me there. <laughs> or, yeah, or and when we when we when we tweet out when we tweet out the links to this episode, we'll, <laughs> no, we'll hit your handle. Oh yeah, or just follow the link in the handle. No. Um, no. look me up in the phone book. Uh, and like say hi to me because like if you follow if I follow you on Twitter, I know about your life and I'm probably creeping on you. So just like let's make it less creepy and just like shoot me a, a tweet, just drop drop me a line. That's beautiful. Oh my god. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Emily, where where can we find you on social media? I am on <clears throat> Twitter and Instagram at EFLind. Beautiful. Uh, you can find me on Twitter as Kanto Brit. Instagram rarely as Brittany the Ginger. You can find the podcast on Twitter at Kanto Pod. On Instagram as Kanto Pod. Also, review us on iTunes. That's great. Um, leave us emails, top threes, fuck Mary Kills. We haven't done a top three in a while, so send us so those recommendations. You can send us those at candobitepod at gmail.com. Emily, did I get everything? Yes. Wow. Hell yeah. All right. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening, and... 
Oh, oh! Remember that next next episode is monthly Mendo movies, and we're doing Una. Yes, and buy our merch. Link in bio. Bye. Bye. Bye.